Let me just be honest and say that it is hard for everybody to find the time to work out. I know sometimes it feels like it's just you. Like you're the only one struggling with it and everybody else around you has all the time in the world to consistently make it happen and that's why they're experiencing so much progress and you're not, but that's just not the case. We all struggle with it. I struggle with it too, okay? So today I'm gonna walk you through some tips that I've found to be really helpful for myself and for hundreds of others that I've coached through the years to help them find the time to work out and to do it consistently. Because at the end of the day, I know that's what you really want. So let's make it happen. Here we go. Welcome to the Strong Mamas podcast, where we're talking about our fitness and food choices as moms in real life and in light of our faith as Christ followers. I'm your host, Megan Dahlman, and together we'll be exploring what it means to be a healthy, strong mama in the middle of a culture that's obsessed with vanity. This podcast is all about helping and equipping you to take better care of yourself and the ones you love. It's been a long time now, but I remember this like it was just yesterday. It was way back when I first started my personal training business. And I was working really long days. Um, I had probably 10 hours worth of appointments almost every single day. And I remember one particular training client that I had at the time he was he was usually a handful. <laughs> he was kind of a high maintenance guy, um, very self-important and kind of on a power trip usually, but you know, it was, it was work. It was income for me. So I didn't really, I wasn't really able to pick and choose who my clients were. And I remember vividly one day he said to me, because I had put together a home workout program for him, you know, to do in between our regular workout training sessions together. And he had come back to me and I had asked him if he had done them. And he said, no, I just, I'm having a really hard time finding the time to squeeze it in. And I started talking about it with him and he said, it's not easy for me like it is for you. You can just squeeze in a workout whenever you want, but I've got a real job that requires a lot of effort and time on my part. I'm like, what? (laughs) And I'm like looking around like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I didn't say anything. I was so taken aback. I was like, what do you think I do all day? Just like work out all day long? I train for 10 straight hours, but it is every bit as difficult for me to find time to get a workout in as it is for you. It was just this really odd conversation that I will remember until the day that I die. But it comes back to this big idea that for all of us, no matter what our situation, it is really hard to find the time to work out. And we always say, you know, squeezing in a workout, you know, finding the time to work out. And for some reason, the phrase just squeeze in a workout today like that, it just bugs me. And as if it makes complete sense to do a workout like on the way to the grocery store or in between errands, you know, I'm just going to squeeze it in between the grocery store and the post office. Like, no, who who does that? I mean, maybe you can squeeze in a walk while you're at the park or some squats while you're carrying the baby, but a whole workout? No, it 
it doesn't really happen that way. And I mean, while I'm a huge proponent of workouts that are highly efficient and don't require you to spend an hour and a half at the gym, you can't ignore the fact that workouts, they're typically an ordeal, right? Both practically and mentally. I mean, on the practical level, Doing a workout is a time commitment on multiple levels. While you're working out, you can't simultaneously be doing other things like responding to emails or doing dishes or folding the laundry. Working out is a separate task altogether that requires all of your focus. And often, if it's a more involved workout, you're going to need a shower afterward, right? And then on top of that, If you work out at a gym, you kind of need to factor in that travel time. And then if you're a mom that prefers to work out at home, we all know that it can become a huge ordeal with the kids. They always have a tendency to need us way more than normal while they see that we're occupied (laughs) with something. And so what should be a 20-minute workout can quickly become like a full hour when you're getting constantly interrupted. So those are just like the practical struggles. And then also, I want to acknowledge that a simple workout can quickly become a big mental ordeal also, especially if you're just beginning. There's kind of that huge anticipation, just the fear of the unknown and the unfamiliar, your own lack of experience for how all the logistics of a new workout, how it all fits together. And it can take a lot of mental energy to get yourself motivated to even start. And I think it's no wonder that many moms find it easier to go for a run, you know, as their primary form of exercise. Everybody knows how to run, at least. And all you have to do is just kind of lace up your shoes and head out the door. It's minimal mental energy. And I mean, the same goes for strolling your life away on an elliptical machine at the gym. You don't have to think at all. You just do what the machine does. So it kind of breaks down that barrier of that mental block. But we talked about this just a couple weeks ago on episode 124 when we were talking, when Scott and I were talking all about cardio, that if you want to spend your exercise time doing something that actually moves the needle and helps you experience true results with your body, cardio, like that is not the answer. So a real deal workout, I mean, the kind that makes a big difference for your body, yeah, you can't just squeeze that in, in between running errands. You have to make time for it. Today, I want to help you figure out how to find the time to work out, okay? But before we go any further into the practicalities of that, I want to talk about your priorities first. Let's call your priorities non-negotiables. These are pieces of your daily life that are required for you to feel like you're functioning well. And your non-negotiable priorities might be something that you really desire to do today, like lounging in the evening, watching Netflix with your family. That might be a non-negotiable thing for your health and for your mental health. Or maybe that non-negotiable priority is something that you know you have to do, like brushing your teeth. And often these non-negotiables, they can fall in both of those categories. You might desire or want to do it. You might also know that you have to do it. A good example of this for me would be like brushing my teeth or taking a shower. Usually these types of things are, they're definitely non-negotiables. I can't really talk myself out of it, but I desire to do it and I know that I have to do it. And sometimes working out is like that. Sometimes 
I desire to do it and I know that I have to do it. And when those two pieces collide, that's kind of when the magic happens, when your habit is both desirable and necessary. But when it comes to working out, more often than not, it's not desirable, right? And you just don't feel like you have the time for it because you don't really want to do it. So this is where it really becomes a struggle. Now, when you have a habit that is non-negotiable to you, okay, if it's not up for debate, it's so important to you, you will put your foot down and decide that it's going to happen whether you want or desire to do it or not. Whether you have the perfect amount of time to do it or not, you're going to find a way to make it happen. So let me ask you this. Is exercise on your non-negotiable list? Maybe it's just on the if I have the time to do it list, like on the optional list. Is is working out important to you? And are the effects of regular exercise valuable enough to you for it to make the cut? It really should be. Your body requires regular, consistent exercise to operate at its best, to stay resistant to illnesses and injuries, and to provide energy for all the other tasks that you're being called upon to do. It is a must-do. There should be no room for negotiation. So listen, if you really struggle with prioritizing your exercise and getting it on that non-negotiable list, then I want to challenge you to sit down and write out all the reasons why it is important to you and make that list of reasons as long as you can and put it somewhere that you can physically see it. Those reasons could be, I have energy, I feel accomplished, I have mental clarity for the day, I'm not as foggy brained, I feel like I'm taking care of myself. I feel like I'm being a good steward of what God has given me. So make that list as long as you possibly can, okay? And that's going to help you ratchet up exercise on that non-negotiable list for you, okay? Because when exercising finally makes the cut and becomes non-negotiable for you, then this whole concept of, I can't find the time to do it, it becomes so much easier. Because I'm going to tell you a secret. If something is so important to you, you will find the time to do it. You will part waters to make it happen, okay? But we just need to make sure that exercise gets on that list for you. Okay, friend, I get it. It's crazy hard during the holidays to get organized and actually accomplish all the tasks you want to get done every day, especially those self-care habits. Your normal routine gets flipped upside down and you're usually just trying to survive the day. By the end of it, you feel like all of your good intentions flew out the window and you're praying that tomorrow goes differently, that you can actually stick to some sort of a routine. It just feels impossible to prioritize anything healthy right now. Well, this is where I'd love to help you out. I have a special template that you can download right now for free that helps you create your own daily routine. I want to help you find a routine that actually works for you. In this free download, I help you work through your non-negotiable habits. I help you figure out your points of high and low energy and analyze the pieces that are already working for you and the things that probably need to be deleted so that you can finally get more organized and have healthy, productive days. 
No more horrible feelings of being steamrolled by your day, okay? I just want to help you experience breakthroughs with your habits. So this routine creator is my free gift to you. Just head to createmyroutine.com. That's createmyroutine.com. Or click the link in the show notes to grab your free download and start feeling your best. Yes, even during the holidays. Okay, now that we have put working out and exercising in the non-negotiable category, this is not up for debate, you can't argue out of it, how do we actually find the time to do it? What I want you to do is to place your workouts into your schedule at a time that is the least affected by other variables, okay? What part of your day is the most predictable? You should know exactly what will or will not happen at that time of day. For some of you, that might be later in the evening. Maybe the kids are in bed, dinner is over, and nothing ever happens between like 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock. Like nobody really needs you. You know you're not going to get phone calls. You don't have work. Kids are in bed. You know, that might be the least affected by other variables. Or maybe your most predictable time is early afternoon. You're always home to make sure your kids are going down for their nap, so this could be your best opportunity. Or... You might find that early morning is the only time that is unaffected by busyness. The rest of your day, like from the moment the kids wake up until you crash on the couch late at night, it's all packed full. So many things are coming and going and you simply can't muster up the energy to do a good quality workout late at night. So early in the morning is your best bet for a consistent workout, completely void of other commitments. Now, if you know me by now, You know that I prefer or have a tendency to work out at 5.30 in the morning. And I want to explain to you the evolution of this 5.30 workout, okay? Because it wasn't always in place. For years, my own workouts happened when I had a free hour here or there. Okay, so like back in those days before kids, when I was doing eight or more training sessions a day, if I had a chunk of time available, I would bust out a workout. You know, someone might cancel their workout session with me, their training session, and I would say, hey, right now is a great opportunity to get in my own workout. But then I had kids, and I found myself home more, so my workouts happened during morning or afternoon nap times. My workout time, it was just, it was never set in stone, but they always happened because they were non-negotiable, right? So my own workouts were always in that non-negotiable category, but the timing was like all over the map and I was just kind of like freewheeling. And because of that, I never found a groove and things just felt really inconsistent. I mean, yeah, I was following a steady, well-designed workout plan, but my body was all over the place with those with all those different workout times. One day I would feel fresh and energetic, but the next day I would feel just like blah. And I finally was able to identify that whenever I worked out after lunch, I had zero energy and motivation. Once I recognized this problem, I decided to always work out mid-morning, forgetting the afternoon and evening workouts altogether. I said, That's, that time is just not going to work for me. But now that I was trying to work out mid-morning, two problems always arose. The first one was that my kids were awake (laughs) and they were with me. So in order to keep them off of my body for two minutes, I had to plug them into the cartoons, like practically intravenously. They were watching a lot of cartoons and I I was kind of feeling bad about it. The second problem was that my work, because I was still training, my work and activity schedule with the kids, you know, when I would take them somewhere to the library or to a club or something, 
it it changed from day to day. So this mid-morning workout time, it became really unpredictable. Sometimes it happened and sometimes it didn't. And even though mid-morning was my favorite time to work out, it was when I had the most energy, in reality, it just was not working well for me or for the kids. And I often found myself really frustrated and skipping it all together. So I knew that there had to be a better way. And this was when my own selfishness and selflessness had to collide. And I know this probably sounds out of character for me to even suggest this, but you might need to be selfish a little bit with your workouts, okay? Hear me out. For me, I brought my workouts up the priority status where they were non-negotiable, right? This is what I want you to do. And I could no longer argue or negotiate or come up with excuses. They were going to get done. But I needed to find a chunk of time that the kids wouldn't bother me and any other plans would never affect it. I prefer to get in and get out without being bothered or interrupted. And in order for me to consistently train in an uninterrupted environment, I had to be a little bit selfish about my workouts. But... That also meant that I needed to be selfless and lay aside some momentary comfort because the only time I came up with that would consistently work and I would be uninterrupted was 5.30 in the morning. Ouch, right? I mean, it's dark and it's cold and the bed is so warm and comfortable. I was going to have to go to bed a little bit earlier and committing. I I just knew that committing to workouts this early in the morning was not going to be easy, but I knew it was my only choice and it was going to require some sacrifice. And that's how my 5.30 a.m. workout was birthed. And believe it or not, I have come to absolutely love it. I don't do it every day, but most days I do. And in those times, the house is still, it's peaceful. I see the sunrise every morning. Well, I mean, not every morning because I live in the Pacific Northwest. (laughs) But by 6.30 every day, my workout is done. It's in the bag and I can move on with the rest of my day. And it feels so good. So... That's how my own 5.30 workout came about. And you might find that 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 works for you too. And it requires you just sitting down and saying practically, when is the time of day that I can predict I will not be interrupted and I can do it consistently? And the time that you discover might not be your favorite time and that might be where you have to be selfless about it. Okay, so let's circle back to some things that I mentioned in the beginning, how it feels ridiculous to try and squeeze in a workout in between running errands or while you're cooking dinner, because I know that that just feels really hard to do. I think the first thing is that we we think this way because we assume that a good workout equals a 45 or to like 60 minute workout session. That's going to be a whole ordeal that requires a shower and everything afterward. Back up a little bit. What I want you to know is that it's far better for your body to be consistent with just quick 10-minute workouts than sporadic 60-minute workouts that happen here or there. And yes, you'd be surprised at how much you can achieve in such a short amount of time. This is kind of what we accomplish with my Jumpstart 30 program is we just show up and do 10 to 15 minute little bouts here and there. By the end of the 30 days, everybody's like, I can't believe how much better my body feels just because I showed up and did something small each day. And we also think 
that we can't squeeze it in because we're unfamiliar with it. You know, it would be better if I just went for a run. I don't have to think, you know, and we just predict that doing a workout that's going to make a difference, it's going to be mentally hard and you're going to kind of feel dumb while you do it and you'll have to learn a bunch of new things. Well, Yes. Okay. Anytime you do something new, there's going to be a learning curve with it. And you might be nervous the first time. Everybody feels that way. But if you choose to do a plan with someone that you trust and you just do it that first time, it's like ripping the Band-Aid off and realizing that it's far less of an ordeal than you made it out to be. Okay. So be realistic about how much time you actually have and Acknowledge the fact that it's not going to take as much time as you think. And also, it's okay to have to learn something new because pretty quickly you're going to pick up on it and feel confident with it, okay? Because, friend, the truth is that if you want to be healthy, strong, and fit, you must be consistent with your exercise, whether that's consistently doing just a few 10-minute workouts here and there or five 45 minute workouts every week, no matter what, you have to be consistent. You can't play the game of three workouts this week, one workout next week. You're just not gonna get anywhere and see any results, okay? So the big takeaway is this. If you want to consistently find the time to work out, you need to start by making sure that exercising is non-negotiable. Treat it as a life requirement, like showering, eating, or sleeping. It's something you must do to function your best. And so you have to accommodate it regularly. The second thing is look at your schedule over the course of the week and determine the days and the times of day that you can control the most. Be honest about this assessment. It might not be 5 a.m. like me, but it might be. And you might have to be selfless about that. Which was the next thing we talked about. See if you need to be a little bit more selfish with your time or a little bit more selfless sacrificing certain comforts that could be preventing you from being consistent, okay? And then recognize how much time you realistically have to commit to and adjust your expectations. Remind yourself that it's totally okay to just start with just 10-minute chunks, especially if it's consistent. Just see where it goes. Now, I want to hear from you, okay? How do you feel both mentally and physically when you consistently show up and get your workouts done? And also, do you think that you need to be a little bit more selfish or selfless with your time to make it happen? It's a good thought process. I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this, okay? So you can email me at megan at vigeofit.com or send me a DM on Instagram. You can find me there at strong underscore mamas or just search for my name, Megan Dahlman. I'd really love to hear your thoughts on this. And don't forget, hey, if this podcast has been blessing you in any way, the best way to support us is to simply rate the show in iTunes and leave a review. Totally free. Takes about two minutes of your time. I'd really love your help to get us up to 250 reviews by the end of the year. So if you could go do that, that would be awesome. All right, friend, go find some time to get your workouts in. Make sure they're non-negotiable. And I will meet you back here next week. Until then, be strong. Be strong.